Well, this week's Parsha, this week's Torah portion is Baha'alotcha in the Book of Numbers. And the very last part of the Parsha is this moment of sibling rivalry, speaking of families getting along and being nice to each other. It's this extreme moment of sibling rivalry where Miriam and Aaron speak against their brother, Moses. And the text says that they together commented that they were angry at him because he, quote, married a Kushite woman, an Isha Kushi. And while some commentaries of the text try to spin this as a positive comment upon Sipora, that's who we assume they're talking about, that's Moses's wife, most commentaries agree that Kushi should be translated as Ethiopian that Miriam and Aaron's complaint is that Moses married a foreigner with darker skin than them. Immediately, the text tells us that God is angry with the siblings for speaking out against Moses because Moses is God's special prophet. So it's not about what they said about Zipporah that God seems to be angry about. It's that they were criticizing Moses and Moses, unlike the other two siblings, are special prophets. And then God punishes not Aaron and Miriam, but only Miriam. This cloud comes down, and when it dissipates, we see that Miriam has some kind of horrible skin condition, tzara'at, all over her. And Aaron immediately turns to Moses and says, do something. Do something for Miriam, for our sister. And Moses then turns to God. And Moses says, El na rifanala. God, please heal her. El na rifanala. God then makes Miriam, in response to Moses' plea, stand outside or stay outside of the camp for seven days. She then returns healthy to the community and they continue their journey, their journey in the desert. It, it's funny because this episode in the book of Numbers, as I read it this week, is so packed full of relevant themes for our time. Themes of racial bias, of gender inequality, of illness, and even of quarantine, of having to leave for seven days before you can re-enter the community. The parallel seemed almost eerie when I read over it. So often the Torah feels obtuse, like we have to engage in mental gymnastics in order to bring it into our hearts. But this week's Parsha speaks directly to us in a shot, in a surface way. Moshe cried out to God. Ibn Ezra teaches that he was in pain, that Moses was in pain about his sister. Moses says, please God, heal her. 
And Rashi asks, why is Moshe's prayer so short? One of the shortest prayers we have in Torah. And he answers, in order that Israel should not say, his sister is in trouble and he stands and offers very long prayers. We are crying out in pain as our siblings, our neighbors, our country suffer. We are crying out in pain as we suffer. And in this surreal new reality that surrounds us, as the personal and the global intertwine, we cannot yet find the words. We don't have long prayers to offer. We don't have yet essays to describe what is happening or to articulate exactly how we feel. But we instinctively, like Moshe, like Moses, we call out, El na rifanala. We pray for healing in every sense of the word. We pray that we recover from the wounds of this virus. We pray that we rid ourselves of the diseases of racism and of denial. We pray that we replace all of the shattered windows and that we feel protected in the public square. All of us feel protected in the public square. We pray that our democracy and its underlying values persevere. And we pray that we come to a healthy place for body and soul. We pray, El Na Rafana La. We pray for healing now and in the weeks to come. This is my last Shabbat um, leading services at Emmanuel. My goodbye last week was so incredibly beautiful. I will never forget it. And I am endlessly grateful for my nine years ending with such love. It is a bizarre time to be making a major life change, especially to move as a family to a military post at a moment when probably the greatest challenge to civilian military relations is happening since Vietnam. And I have certainly had my moments of doubt over the last three months. Would I have said yes to this in January if I knew what would have happened in March? <laughs> but that's not how life works. And the feelings of service and the feelings of adventure that motivated this transition remain exactly the same for me and David. We hope that we can bring thoughtfulness, humility, open-mindedness to West Point. But more than anything, we hope that we can bring a vision of a Torah of healing and that we will be tools, um, vessels for even a little part of that healing in the world. So on all the journeys that we are embarking upon this summer, big and small, may we go from strength to strength. Amen. <laughs>